0: Hello, and welcome to the On Semiconductor podcast. My name is Jordan Smith, corporate recruiter at On Semiconductor, and joining me today is Simon Keaton, Executive Vice President and General Manager of our Power Solutions Group. And we're coming to you today live from our headquarters in Phoenix, Arizona. Simon, for our employees who haven't had an opportunity to meet you yet, tell us a little bit about your career and what's kept you at On Semiconductor for the past 12 years.
1: All right. Thanks, Jordan. And welcome to everybody, and thank you for the opportunity to allow me to discuss a little bit. Um, if you look at my career, it's 24 years in the semiconductor industry and I started here in Phoenix, Arizona in this very building when it was Motorola. And I was with Motorola for three years and then moved on to various companies including Vitesse Semiconductor and Intel Corporation and then finally making my way back to On Semiconductor 12 years ago. What has kept me here at On Semiconductor, I think it's alignment between uh, my beliefs and values and the company culture. So in some cases, these are soft things when we talk about respect and initiative and integrity. But fundamentally, they mean a lot, and they mean a lot to me. And so when you have that alignment between yourself and what the company values, then it it gets interesting. You find your niche, and you find your position, and and where you're comfortable and happy. And so it's been a great ride, uh, lots of opportunity for growth and development, and it's been challenging and fun. So I really do enjoy it here at on Semiconductor.
0: Well, Simon, you actually have a reputation for being a fairly sharp and successful leader. What mentoring advice would you give employees to help them thrive at On Semiconductor? So I think first and foremost, it's really
1: a foundation of uh, trust and respect. At the end of the day, there's a lot of collaboration that happens in any organization. If you're respectful of others, listen a lot, um, have a candid viewpoint. That'll take you uh, pretty far. And then the second thing I would encourage folks, especially new in your career, but even after a period of time in your career is embrace being uncomfortable. It's a large part of growth in terms of performance, creativity, and learning. Another way of capturing that sentiment is to step back and and learn and be curious. Reflect on the results of what you've done. Uh, Think about ways that you could do it better and improve, and so reflection is a key point of this as well. And then the third and final, I'd say have a bias for action. And what I mean by that is don't be afraid to make decisions, especially in this industry, it's very fast moving. You have to be comfortable at 65, 70% confidence and say, yeah, we're we're gonna go for it. You will have uncertainty and you've gotta be not afraid to take uh, a risk and, and take a stand for things. Have a simple question ask how can i help the situation see where it takes you and then over communicate where you can don't work in a, a silo tell people what you're doing ask how you can help and uh, be aggressive be proactive and, and go for it
0: well and that ties into the culture right and that's something that, that we hear a lot about um so let's switch gears here a little bit and, and talk about the power solutions group which is in fact a three billion dollar business that you lead So could you give us some high level overview of that business and the types of challenges that you foresee in 2020 and beyond? Sure. So Power Solutions, as the name implies, is a lot of power products focused on power
1: efficiency across lots of different applications. We have a legacy of mass market products going into all types of end markets. But We continue to innovate in three specific areas, and the majority of our R&D is around things like the electrification of the vehicle, uh, industry 4.0, and 5G. And the commonality across all of those is power efficiency and delivering more of it. And so our challenge and how we're addressing this challenge moving forward is to innovate in that area. And we're bringing innovation from both a materials perspective where we're moving beyond just silicon type products into silicon carbide and gallium nitride, as well as different uh, fundamental packaging aspects moving more into modules. So we're aggressively innovating in these areas. And these are new, secular, high growth areas, brand new industries. And we're really at the vanguard and leading the charge into that. And so it's a a very interesting uh, environment for us. And at the end of the day, when you think about it, we're solving these these big, hairy issues for end customers. But we're also solving some world things as well. So as we make these traction inverter modules for electric vehicles, we're allowing the world to shift away from combustion engines to electric vehicles. That significantly reduces the pollution in the air. Mm -hmm. That's a major impact that On Semiconductor is having. Additionally, as we move into Industry 4.0, we're coming up with these smart motor applications. Forty percent of the world's electricity is used by these, for lack of better words, dumb motors. And so they consume lots of energy, and they're really not smart about the application of that energy. By using on-semiconductor products, we allow these variable speed motors. It significantly reduces the consumption of electricity, and that's a a very um, short resource that the world has. And so we're enabling that to move forward. And then last, we're developing products for solar applications, so alternative energy, reducing the consumption of natural resources. It's a great uh, intersection of good business and also good for the world at the same time. And so we're actually making a a big impact and a a big difference here. And there's a lot of people involved, and it's pretty exciting.
0: So we, we hear a lot about the 12-inch wafers, the new fab, and, and moving into that space. But what about those 12-inch wafers makes it so vital for the success of our company? And, and why are we seeing this push into that area?
1: Yeah, I'd say two things primarily. One is scale, and the other is cost. So scale in semiconductors is important. And as most people are aware, on semiconductor is uh, fully vertically integrated, meaning we make 85% to 90% of what we sell. That is a competitive advantage for us. So 12-inch allows us to scale up uh, those technologies to meet expected future demands. I talked a little bit about the electrification of the vehicle and things like smart motors and things like solar power. They consume lots and lots of power products. And so for us to be able to scale into these new markets, we need that 12-inch fab capability. So, only uh, in 2017 and 2018, the world was suffering from a shortage of supply in these types of products. So, for allowing us to get ahead of that, the 12 inch is absolutely necessary. The second portion of that is from a cost perspective. Um, this industry has gone through these sorts of uh, revolutions time and again, and historically we've had a, a pattern of increasing wafer diameters. So, even a few years ago, uh, power products were on 4 inch moving to 6 six to eight, and so it's a natural evolution to go from eight to twelve when the return on investment makes sense
0: and, and we're now there to get those economies of scale. So switching back to uh, the culture initiative, how are you incorporating our cultural priorities of learning and innovation into your business?
1: Hopefully it's by uh, setting a tone of encouraging a mindset of exploration, uh, both in oneself as well as the role that the individual is playing for on for semiconductor. Uh, There's a quote that I'm I'm taking from a previous uh, Amplify message that was sent out. I believe it was Roxana Vega that talked about every project you encounter in your professional career offers an opportunity to learn a lesson. And I think that's a a great point to be made. Um, It's a series of these lessons as you develop these programs and how to do it better than the last time that you did. And so that learning just becomes a part of our culture and how we do things better. It, It goes back to what I said earlier about reflection. And reflection on what we've done, what we can do better, and a curiosity to say, you know what, I think there's a better way to handle this, and to go ahead and, and take a shot and, and see what we can do differently.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and culture really ties back to those employee experiences. So, in your eyes, what can each of us at On Semiconductor do to help keep evolving that culture and make it an excellent place to work moving forward?
1: I think at the end of the day, uh, culture itself, and it's one of these squishy terms, but I've, I've seen it defined in multiple different ways. But to me, it's a mindset across the organization. And so, uh, ages ago, and I'm dating myself, uh, when I was doing my MBA, uh, there's a a famous professor called Edgar Schein out of MIT, and he's written uh, lots and lots of books on culture. And he's really an authority, and he describes culture as a a pattern of shared basic assumptions learned by a group of people. And the key point there, it's group. And that group is made of individuals, and at the end of the day, it's individuals that embrace on culture that make the group. So essentially, we have to ask ourselves, the person that's responsible is you. It's not somebody else. It's not somebody in the next cube. It really starts with yourself. And then collectively, we get together, share that same culture, and we can move mountains. It, It really is an incredible thing.
0: Wonderful. Well, Simon, I want to thank you for taking some time out of your busy schedule to speak with us today. Uh, For everyone listening, please remember to like, subscribe, follow to stay up to date with each instillment of the Amplify podcast. And, And thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day.
1: Thanks, Jordan. Appreciate it.